You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you hear do not represent the views of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Good morning, Las Vegas. Leah, how are you doing on this beautiful Saturday morning? Hey, you know, I love this type of weather. Mm-hmm. I love it's not it's not too hot. Mm-hmm. It's not too cold. Yeah. I can wear a jacket if I want to. Yeah. How about them boots? I can wear the boots if I want to. It's a beautiful thing. I, you know, and I can still wear my Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. Yay. I can wear everything. It's that type of weather because in a minute I'm going to have to put my Birkenstocks up. <laughs> in a minute. In a minute. You know, and, um, but no, it's, it's nice. You know, everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me if I was cooking. <laughs> you want to know what you ain't had to laugh like I'm that. I'm sorry. You ain't had to laugh like that. But I am. So I'm gonna do really. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I'm gonna do turkey, turkey wings. Nice. Some macaroni and cheese. Yep. Some greens. It'll be you no know, me and Nasir. Mm-hmm. So we had something to nibble on while I built my uh, itinerary for that day because we're doing a whole bunch of drive-bys and I'm. Gonna, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I got to go get my Tupperware at the same time because I'm gonna have a whole <laughs> for refrigerator full of. Food. I'm cleaning the, re- the refrigerator out uh-huh. so I can have a whole refrigerator full of food. Are you gonna grill or smoke your turkey wings on the grill? Or how I, you gonna I'm cook? gonna do it the old-fashioned way. I'm going to actually. I'm going to actually bake them. Okay, okay. Oh, you're going to do them the, uh, the, the traditional way. I'm going to do it the traditional way. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be very, very interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting how this turns out. But I know it's going to be because I, I can't. I, okay, you can so cook, Liz. I can. Yeah, you, you just, don't love to cook. No, right? if you want to know what, though? I'm one of those. I like the pretty kitchen. If I had a pretty kitchen. You would be in there cooking. Because it motivates it. you. A beautiful kitchen motivates it you does, to cook. You want to know what? A beautiful environment, yes. I think, motivates you. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Right. Just a clean, well-kept environment. Mm-hmm. I think it brings about a different a different energy. Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. How about you? What are you doing? Well, you know, I manage the cooking. My mother does the oh, cooking. Oh, she's not letting you cook. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I make I make the macaroni and cheese. Oh, she let you do that? Yeah, yeah. I make the macaroni and cheese. She barely lets me make that. She don't really want anybody to make anything. She wants to make everything. But um, but she but she doesn't have a simple Thanksgiving dinner. Like I've been asking for the last couple of years, can we just have the simple dinner with, you know, just the basic turkey, the potatoes, the mac and cheese, the greens. And she's like, no, she has to make all these vegetables and you know, grilled asparagus and grilled a zucchini and all of these desserts and cobblers and stuff. So, yeah, she goes all out. This is her thing. Of course, you know, she loves to entertain. So, you know. Oh, wow. So then what are you going? <laughs> so she don't let y'all cook. No. She don't let you cook. Mm-mm. How many people does she invite over? It's roughly about 30 people in the building. 30 people? Yeah. 30 people in the building? <laughs> in the building, Yes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So you guys still have the big family. Yes, we do. Family and friends. Family and friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So when are you leaving? I mean, so you got to go home. Yeah. So after, um, you know, we're the 100 black men of Las Vegas on Wednesday will be passing out food to the community. So as soon as we complete our um, 
my community service, then I will be on a plane and on my way back to Detroit. On your way. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. And we can and we can talk about that and put that out there. But talking about cooking, y'all. So this weekend in the city of Las Vegas, um, men are going to be cooking. I like it. Men are going to be cooking. And we have the pleasure of having the founder of that org in the building. Welcome to our show, sir. Welcome, welcome. Well, hello. Well, hello, Leah and Rhonda. How's everybody? What's up? Let's let's talk family. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. So, LJ, LJ, I had the, I've known about you for years because I've known about Master of Mindsets. Okay. Been in and around the community. Um, you guys do some great work. Thank you. But men who cook. Men who cook. You know, th- that's something, that's something different. Right. Man cooking. Yeah, man, man cooking. My mentor told me that the women serve us all the time. And we're not very highlighted. We're not very vocal. We're not very, you know, uh, dramatic when it comes to us serving because it's it's kind of intimidating, especially when you're doing it for women. When we know that y'all are the experts at it, but every but but every man has is is a master at something, right? Whether it be that grill, whether it be that macaroni and cheese, that chili, and this event is a fundraiser for Master and Mindsets. This is an opportunity for men who don't necessarily have to be formal chefs, mm-hmm. but you know that one man that you go to for that peach cobbler or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what he know how to make, right? That's, that's his that's, thing, that's right? His thing. That's right. His thing. Uh-huh. So this is, this event is an opportunity for those individuals to be able to come out, put that dish on display for the entire community while raising funds for, for a great for a great uh, organization. You want to know what's so funny, though? Because when men get in the kitchen and get to cooking, they get real territorial. Oh, yeah. They get real. They, you I can't mean, be in there. You can't even talk to them. I'll what tell you, mean? you this, this is our fourth year. This is our fourth year. We wanted it to be a fun fundraiser for the community. And every year I have to play referee and separate two or three people who's arguing <laughs> over who make the best. And, and it'd be crazy dishes. It'd be crazy dishes. Who makes the best banana pudding cheesecake? It's like I've never even heard of a banana pudding cheesecake. And I got two people in a room that's arguing with each other and wants to challenge each other on who, on who wants the best, uh, who makes the best. So I, I can see this year getting real competitive. Uh, we have the uh, firefighters involved this year. Okay. They're doing their southern fried chicken and nice. chili uh, waffles with chili syrup. They already getting, wait, they, wait, they no, already stop, getting stop. fancy with it. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> what? I said what I said. I was, I you was said, waffles listen. with chili. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no it's going to be chicken and, waffles chicken and waffles with a chili syrup. With a, a chili warm syrup. chili syrup oh. to go with it. Oh. Again, these are firefighters, and I mean, you see them in the grocery store all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it ain't a doubt in my mind that they know how to get, move around the kitchen. We mm-hmm. all know that they're competitive, and we all know they think they're better than everybody, right? So I, I'm just saying that as a, as a 13 year law enforcement officer, I have to work with them all the time and hear their mouth. But uh, at the end of the day, they they good people. They good people. <laughs> they good people. They got a lot of swag about them, and I can appreciate that. Good competition. You, but yeah, good it's, competition. it's good competition, and for the event, it's good for the community. Mm-hmm. We know that the chefs are coming with it, and we know that again all. Although the firefighters may not be formal chefs right. or formal chefs, chefs, I hear my accent is distracting. Come on, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you already know what you're getting. You know what you're getting when those guys show up. Uh, mm-hmm. My organization will be doing a barbecue. Well, we'll be doing a smoked brisket. Oh, oh, nice. Um, a smoke? Oh, you going to smoke it? Yeah, we What's your organization? It. My organization is Mastering Mindsets Las, Las, Las oh, okay, Vegas. I'm the co-founder. Okay. We were started in 2017. Okay. We're an organization that's comprised of law enforcement officers, military veterans, and entrepreneurs in the community who identified a need within the community when it came to youth. Mm-hmm. That our children were being left behind. Mm-hmm. We, we talk so much about decoding and robotics and how those uh, th- that career field will 
is going to eliminate a lot of jobs. But somebody still ha- has to build these robots. Somebody right. still has to code them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a code that requires us to update our phones every every month or so, right? So mm-hmm. it's still jobs that exist. And every and even when it comes to nursing and first responders and those career fields, we all know a police officer, a nurse, uh, an, an accountant. Uh, engineer. So why not identify those people in the community and put together our own fun supplemental style education uh, 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 programs for youth Mm -hmm. so that we can make it fun in the environment and at the same time give them the education to say, okay, this is how you apply this education as soon as you leave the door, right? Mm -hmm. This is this is why that algebra that you thought you would never use. This is why it's important to be able to identify and and find variables, right? That's what the X is for, right? Mm -hmm. And the Y. And and the Y, right? (laughs) That's the Y. That's the Y. That's the Y. The Y is there, right? So so for us to be able to relate that information to the children and for them to be able to see people that look like them that's actually operating in that career field and making it look cool, Mm -hmm. that's what the organization was uh, always about. When were you started? When did you found the organization? We started in 2017. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So let's so let's learn a little bit about you. Who are you? Okay, so I'm LJ. I'm LJ Edmondson. I was originally born in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, mm-hmm. I graduated in 2002 when I joined the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for your service. Oh, yes, I appreciate thank you for your it. Service. You know what? And you know what? I thank the Air Force for allowing me because I, I, although. I, I, I wanted to go to college because that was the thing to do. I ain't have no money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? I ain't have no money, and I was tired of school. Like, like 12th grade was that finish line. And mm-hmm. then, it was like, I got it. Right? I got it's, it. One it's more like, day. It's like running those laps in school, and then it's like, all right, I just got to go a little bit farther. And then coach says, all right, two more laps. And you're like, you know what? I ain't built for this. Right? <laughs> so, th- so that's what school was for me. But uh, I looked at the military as an opportunity to say, well, even if these six years are the worst years of my life, I'll get out. I'll be 24. I'll have a, a, a trade. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll transition in society as an adult with some skills, and, and that'll give me an advantage. And ultimately, that's what it did. I went in the Air Force as um, an MP, as most people would know. We called it security forces back in my day. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I learned law enforcement. You know, I, I identified that I was good at it. You know, uh, it was some struggles, but at the same time, I was alone. Mm-hmm. I was all the way in Maelstrom in Great Falls, Montana. I was the wow. little raisin in the sugar bowl, right? But uh, but I, I learned how to live alone. I learned how to. Uh, how to take care of myself as right. an adult and not have mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, mm. that, and that built some confidence and, and that kind of uh, gave me some confidence and some uh, some life exposure as a man that transitioned well. Now, the scary part was I got out in 2008 and I said, I'm going to the highest police department in the nation. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. And I ha- had it narrowed down to Metro North Las Vegas and uh, a police department in Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington State or Washington? Wa- Washington State. Washington State. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Hey, I was fresh out of Montana. I was down to go anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I went from Florida to Montana. Everything was a game. I can make it anywhere. Yeah, so, you sure can. All right. So, um, so I said, well, there's two departments in, in Las Vegas, so I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And um, I came, I packed, I packed my little belongings up and I, I came down here and gave it a shot. And this is where I've been uh, ever since. It's been a very rewarding career. Um, but that's who I am as um, individual. That's how I ended up in Vegas. And I'll tell you the scary thing is if you do the math from 2002 to 2008, that was my six years of military service. I come to Vegas in 2008 and Vegas was not very kind to the citizens in 2008. Yeah, it was that, a rough that year. That was a tough year, right? Tough so, year. so here well, I am. I don't think it's kind of, well, see, you, that's, the, that's that recession, man. And it was yeah. rough. It was rough. It was rough. It was, it was rough. rough. So, so thinking that you've been through the worst in your life and then you come in here in, in the middle of the recession and it's, it's rough and you're like, man, I got to figure it out. But ultimately. Um, Houses I, were cheap then. 
Yeah, house was uh, dropped then. Yeah, that's when that's when the price dropped. Yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, but I'm brand new with no job, so yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so yeah, I was stressed. How long did it take you to join uh, your organization? Well, the, um, my department. department. So yeah, department. I, so mm-hmm. I got here in October of two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and I was in the academy September of two thousand nine. Okay. So uh, a I, year. So you. Oh, you, you had you, to wait a year. Yeah. It's and the thing about it is when I came in and tested like mm-hmm. during that time. You know, the 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 stigma on law enforcement was very different in, yes. in 2008. Everybody wanted to be a law enforcement officer, especially if you was a, a military veteran, because mm. during that 2007-2009 window, that's when you had the troops that was discharging from nine, the 9-11 mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. right? right. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of do that math, you had a lot of people that were saying, all right, I'm done. Now, but what's <laughs> next? Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so um, but so law enforcement was it was kind of what we did. Mm-hmm. You know, we felt like we transitioned well. So I say all that to say when I went to uh, finally get my call for um, for Metro, they were the first ones to call. When I we, we tested at the Cashman. And it was over 3,000 people there. Wow. And I mean, they all looked like they was fresh out of a magazine. <laughs> uh, they, they all looked like they was fresh off the uh, off the set from G.I. Joe. Wow. They looked like Power Rangers. It, it was competitive. And, yeah. and it was intimidating. But uh, ultimately, I made it. I'm in my 13th year. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Shoot, it's been tough, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but And I say that with uh, being a black man in the, in the career as well because mm-hmm. every time something uh, inappropriate happens or every time there's an uproar, then now you have to be the subject matter expert for all of your friends and family, you know. Soon well, on both sides because yeah. you, your family looking at you cross-eyed Crazy. like you wanted in. <laughs> Crazy. No, your family is Crazy. looking at you. I mean, and then you got a lot of stuff that happened during right. those times. Right, and, and, it, and it was even some negative things that were said about my organization during that time too. You know, you, how are you going to trust one of them, you know, to, to educate your children? It's like, my kids are here, right? Right. right. I, my, when I started the organization, my son was five. Mm. Okay. You know, so, you know, he's 11 now. But, um, so it's like, no, my child is here front row. So um, that was that took some maturity. That took some maturity. You can't say whatever you want to say. You can't respond however you want to respond. Because not only you, you're trying to protect your own brand and your own organization, but you're trying to show the maturity and the trustworthiness to parents that that they can trust you with their kids. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you still have to be respectful to the way you pay your bills also, right? right. So you just can't talk crazy to everybody and get on the Internet and start ranting. And so and at the same time, it taught me compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. usually we be arguing. Well, I'm not going to say we, but sometimes, and the majority of the time, the people that's the loudest is usually arguing, arguing from a place of bias with a whole lot of ignorance attached to it. And, and and we have to be sensitive to that. They don't know what they don't know, but they know how they feel. And, mm-hmm. and we got to be careful how we address that. So even with that being said, that's one of the reasons why I was so adamant about working with youth. Because I ain't got time to argue with no grown folks. Right? You want to know what? And you, I, I tell everybody, Frederick Douglass said it best, and that was a long time ago. It's easier to raise strong children right. than to repair broken men. Right. Yeah. And I'm a firm. I because Rhonda will tell you my passion is children. Mm-hmm. Right. My passion because right. I'm like the adults. I was like, yeah, y'all can have them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all can have them. Y'all can have them. And when you listen long enough, you can hear the trauma. You can hear you can hear the trauma that hasn't been addressed because yes. the first thing they do is relate to a negative story that I have as well. Multiple of them. Right. And, uh, and so I get it. I get so, it. But you had to heal from that and build emotional intelligence. Yes. All those, All that thing, you know, active listening. Yes. Just different, a different skill yes. set. Especially yeah. when you're dealing with naysayers. Yeah. And, and you're dealing with people that are coming at you from all different, you know, they have a whole bunch of negative things to say. And you have to have grace. Right. And you know what? And even with dealing with those folks and, and navigating through that, that's they taught me. 
Because mm-hmm. they do, right? right? But even with, you know, seven years isn't that long, but it is that long. It is. And it's, and it's difficult to, to survive and maintain that long. Even when you, you look at uh, this fundraiser, this men who cook, it, it started in a small uh, middle school uh, cafeteria. Mm. Right. And now is now is now we got all the ballrooms in CSN Charleston campus. Right. Wow. So, so th- that that's humbling to be able to, you know, do something from to grow it, because even a lot of those folks that was that was so loud, you know, they in there cooking or, or they making a dish or or they just done faded to black. We don't, mm. we don't know where they at, you know, okay. but, but as an organization, we're still operating and um, we're still contributing. We're still being positive. We st- we're still staying uh, true to our mission. So that's that's humbling. You know, it's like, what you going to be mad about? I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. But right. you want to know what, though, when you think about it, food, a good meal. And I know for me, when I go home and my sister and her husband and my cousins come over and we're cooking that meal and just the whole process, the laughter, everything—it's just—it's just an amazing environment. Cooking is therapeutic. Yes, it is. You know, and one thing that I've noticed, I've kind of picked up, picked up on people that really like being in a chef. I mean, being in the kitchen. They're usually, even for me, I, I, nine times out of ten, if I'm in the kitchen, I'm trying to duplicate something that my grandma made, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and even, even when I'm cooking, I don't necessarily know what she put in it. But I know what it's supposed to taste like. You know what it's supposed right. to taste yeah, it's, like. It's, you know, some stuff is secret. I can't right. give you everything. Right. I can tell you the basic right. stuff I put in it, but I can't give you the but secret But y'all want to know what you know what gets me about that? Because I remember my grandmother being in the kitchen, and we would ask her. And she would always leave out an ingredient, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her, I said, so you know you're not going to live forever. So you just want me just not, not, not to have the same food. Can you, can you have the blessings? And, and slowly but surely, she would give it to us. But I just giggle when I hear that. I'm like. So let me tell you what a friend of mine did. This is when I lived in Chicago. <clears throat> she made this fabulous, fabulous bean dip, right? Okay. She would not give anybody the recipe, right? Not, you ask her, she's like, no, no. So then I said, uh, well, how about you make some for a party I'm having at my house? Mm. She said, oh, if you buy all the ingredients, I'll make it for there you. you. <laughs> so then I got the ingredients. But the thing about, I mean, in good food, um, good food is food. It's like food for the soul. Yeah. Food for the soul. No, it's therapeutic. It is. Yes. Las Vegas, if you want to come out and support Mastering Mindset, it's a nonprofit organization that raises money to provide services for our children. Join them on the 18th. Tonight. Join them tonight. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Today is at CSN West Charleston campus. That's 6375 West Charleston Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89146. As you heard him say earlier, they have several rooms going to be full of food. So if you are foodie like me, you'll get a chance to walk around and sample all the fantastic food from the men who cook. And the thing, and we're going to dance too, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to dance. Because we got to dance off the calories. And listen, listen, I want everybody to understand, the, the men who cook, all of the tables are spoken for. We're just waiting on the folks, the, the people who eat. Right. Right. We, we talk, me. Yeah, we're talking to the people who eat right now. <laughs> hey, don't so speak again, my language. November the 18th, 4 p.m. And tonight. Yes, tonight. Tonight, yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, tonight. tonight. 4 p.m., West Charleston. CSN West Charleston Campus Student Ballroom. But but again, we're not just going to be smoothy and, and mushy and stuffy and just walk from tables and nibble. 
We're going to have a live performance. We're going to have a live DJ. We're going to have Mr. E.C. Adams. If you've never heard of E.C. Adams, you are missing out. He is a hometown hero. He is he is a Las Vegas uh, uh, celebrity within his own right. He, he headlined several shows within the city, on the strip, and out of the country. Great headliner. Um, but you're going you're going you're going to bust a couple of two steps. You're going to burn some calories and you're going to eat some good food. And and this is a beautiful networking event. Um, last year, the governor showed up. Really? Right? Uh, the, the second year that we did it, Teddy, Teddy Riley from Black Street showed up. Wow. So you never know. We always have somebody in the building. I will say um, he was our assembly man, but I think he stepped down because he wants to pursue another position, if I'm allowed to say that. If not, I'm sorry, CH. But uh, Yes, you can <laughs> say that. <laughs> but, uh, but he's participating, and he always comes out of nowhere with some secret chef that we've never heard of. <laughs> And then homie gets all kind of business because it's like, man, we didn't even know you existed in the city. Some new marketing. If you've ever if you know about Shondell and some new marketing, mm-hmm. he has. And, you know, he builds businesses and he helps entrepreneurs. But this year he's working closely with somebody in his family, somebody in his family who's starting a catering company. And, you know, Shondell's putting his orange on it because he always wears orange. If he's putting his name on it. You know, he coming swinging and he's been to all of them. Well, all of them except one. He missed the one last year because it was uh, on his birthday. Mm. But uh, he knows the bar is set high and nobody wants to be the guy with the weak dish. Right? <laughs> so it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's be right. So it sounds like it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good so time. Are so you yeah. entering a dish? I he contest? did. He got the um, brisket. Yeah, I'm doing it right, for the, the listeners. Brisket. For the listeners. That's a good question, though, because we talked about that off air. But for the listeners. I'm doing a, a smoked brisket. Mm. It was off air. Okay. It, I'm doing a smoked brisket, and I'm doing something called a beef roll. Mm, so with the beef bowl. roll, it's a, it's like a it's a big hunk of beef. It's like a muscle. It's like a brisket. So don't think of it like ground beef. But when mm-hmm. you smoke it and, and cook it slow, mm-hmm. it shreds, and the texture is quite similar to like a pulled pork. That's fantastic. If I need to contact you for more information, where can I contact you at? You can email me at info. At Mastering, M-A-S-T-E-R-I-N-G, Mindsets, M-I-N-D-S-E-T-S, dot org. It's a, it's a very good cause because when I when I look at um, some of the classes and programs you offer the children, you have tutoring for math, uh, you have... Um, uh, and that's and that's serious because math is 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 everything, right, and, we, and sometimes we don't do well in that area, and so we need that extra help in math. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have some children that need a little extra help with their math, mastering minds, and get them into the tutoring program. Yeah, and this is the thing: like the beginning of the school year is always a little slow, mm-hmm. right? Nobody don't need no help the beginning of the school year. The first two quarters, nobody need nobody come needs Come January, help. come January, when 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 that third quarter report card come out, and my phone go ringing off the hook, mm-hmm. and out of respect for my tutors you know we try to compensate them as much as we can whether it be gas or whatever that looks like or whatever supplies because a lot of them a lot of my tutors are very effective online Mm. and like there are so many different gadgets and so many pieces of equipment that that makes it easier for the child so i try to make sure that our children have those things um in addition to that we've sponsored youth to go on the hbcu tour with pastor west um, uh, in addition to that, we do coding and robot robotics classes. That'll be one of the things that we start in the first quarter after the holidays. We'll be introducing something called a RoboMaster, and I'm sure my uh, my email will be blowing up very soon. I want to give a shout out to another group of chefs. They're called the African Diaspora of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. They are a group of people that are originally from the continent that live here in Las Vegas. They're so excited to be involved. They said for our brothers and sisters and for all of you in Las Vegas who have not had the opportunity to go to Africa, 
we are going to bring the continent to you. Oh, fantastic. They are bringing, they're operating six different tables. What? Managed by six different countries. Wow. With six different traditional dishes from that country. Wow. Absolutely love it. Well, yeah. I mean, I, again, it is tonight from 4 to 8, CSN West Charleston Campus. It's on Charleston. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah, CSN West Charleston mm-hmm. Campus, um, 6375 West Charleston Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89146. It is in the Student Union Building. Um, you're going to eat, you're going to dance, you're going to network. I mean, if you're new to Vegas, because a lot of people are new to Vegas, it's a good place to come out, meet some people, eat some good food, and just start connecting. If I can say one more thing, I come always on. leave this detail out. We will be doing a raffle for two Raider tickets, the Raiders versus the Minnesota Vikings. The Raiders Ooh. versus the Vikings. We'll be, okay. doing, we'll be doing a raffle at you'll the be doing a raffle also, at so the you'll event. have so, opportunity to, to win some tickets. Right, to go to the Raiders game. So, I, I mean, and for some people, it might be out of reach. But, hey, those tickets might be yours. They could be they yours. They could be yours. They, they could be yours, but you get the taste a variety of food and not just the plain old dishes. So like I said, for Thanksgiving, I'm doing something. I'm doing the traditional. <laughs> Very true. We're going to keep it real simple. Mm-hmm. Keep, it, keep, it, keep it cute. But you get to taste a variety of food. The food's going to be all over and the And then place. you can network and you can talk and you can dance. Are y'all going to do that um, to me a line dance? That's what I, you know, that's my that's my favorite. I need to talk to the DJ, make sure we can you get way, a, some line dance you going. Way, you way too cool for me. I don't even know what that is. You see? You started <laughs> off talking about Birkenstocks or something. I don't know what that is. But uh, our DJ is pretty hip, though. D- DJ MBZ is... That's my oh, baby. Oh, yeah, we, MBZ is we a DJ. We know DJ MBZ. I know MBZ. And, and, and I, I would be dead wrong if I don't uh, acknowledge the beautiful... Lady AK. Yes. All right. My favorite comedian. Might be a little biased. We might share the same name and the same address. <laughs> in the same address. You know, some children. Some children. You know what I'm saying? I might be a little biased, oh. but uh, man, you know, when Lady AK has the mic, it's it's a movie. That's okay. You're the number one fan. Right. Absolutely. You're number one fan. And that's, and that's fair. And that's an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, you get to see family. Yes. That's right. Family, yeah. community, yeah. coming together to cook. All right. Uh, yeah. So again, tonight, four to eight. CSN West Charleston campus. Rhonda, I think we need to go. I believe that I'm going to make an appearance. I'm not going to make an appearance. I'm going to eat. So I'm going <laughs> to eat a little bit. I'm going to dance. I'm going to eat a little I bit am, more. I'm going to dance. And I've been in the past. I've been in the past and I had a, a, a fantabulous time before. Had some great food. Saw some great people. I didn't get any dancing in before. But it seems like I may need some dancing tonight. So I we may have dance. to jump in there no, and do, do a couple steps. I'm sure whatnot. I'm sure if you start that line dance, somebody will join. Oh, I'm sure. I yeah, got it. Because I do most of them. I do most. That's yeah, she, my, she knows most of them That's now. what I do. I, and people, I dance. I dance. Whenever I go out and you can always see me in the middle of the floor like, hey yeah, they go that song y'all come on let's go let's do it let's do it alright well it's been a pleasure having you on our show likewise thank you for accepting the invitation thank you for talking to me and letting me talk to y'all absolutely you know and I look forward to um, yeah I mean I'm sure this is going to be the first of many We'll be there with you this year, and we'll be there. I'm going to be there next because, you know, I like to eat. Because you've never been to this 
And the funny thing is, I knew about it mm-hmm. because I know I, I was it was at 100 Academy. Mm-hmm, right. I was working at 100 Academy. Yeah, so I yeah. knew about the event. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of those at, when you at work, you want to go home. Then that's right. the last time I've been. I right. think it was two, 2019. It was at the 100 Academy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I went. Somebody invited me and I said, oh, let me check it out. And I enjoyed myself. It yeah. looks so different in a, in a good way. Like it, it, you'll see it. It looks like it went from elementary child to like your young teenager. But right? wow. it's growing, right? It's so growing. the thing about yeah. it is... I I mean that in a a humbling good way yeah yeah, you know the community has really supported us the feedback has always been positive and uh, I want to continue to make the proud the the city proud my my vision is for this event to be just as popular as New Year's or or any other event that we do in this city I love it and we're going to have we're going to have sparkles and stuff just pretty stuff and listen Las Vegas you can donate to Mastering Mindsets and help the children in Las Vegas. You can go to their website and make a donation and you can come out and have some great food tonight. So if you can't make it tonight, you can still make a donation to the organization. I'm all about the kids too. That's, that's, all, that's well, you our know, thing. That's, that's what we do. We love the kids. We, <laughs> we love, love the, the kids. I'll, I'll kids. tell you at, at about 8.30 tonight, the hashtag men who cook Las Vegas will be going crazy and you and you you'll wish you was there. So Fantastic. if you can't find out what happened, hashtag men who cook Las Vegas. Fantastic. Right. Las right. Vegas, thank you for listening to the show. You've been listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I'm Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan and we've enjoyed uh speaking with you today and we'll see you next week. I see you tonight. That's right. I'll Just see come you tonight. Up and we're gonna tell Ambeezy, tell her we in the building. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll, I'll see you tonight, but Las Vegas, we'll see you next Saturday morning. Have a great one. All right. Bye bye. bye.